Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right, click on the link. This. Um. Yeah. Aha! Here we go. Look at your computer screen and follow those simple instructions. Don't look away when it says, Do you want to enter the meeting? Click if you want to switch to a different microphone or speaker. What was I supposed to do? You have balls this up so massively. Well, you shouldn't have let me do it then. Right. Rufus is in that meeting. Here we go. I'm go. I'm entering. Right. Please, mate. Here we go. Here we go. It's the same thing I just had, but in a bigger. Fun. Well, Rufus is on your computer. They can't see that. They can't see. And he can't see you. He. All he I don't know if he can hear you. No, he can't. He can hear you. But he can't. Rufus, I pulled this right up. Give us, again? Give us an Should hour. Give us an hour. Start again. No, what? Right. What do I do? No, I don't think he's noticed. <laughs> I think he has noticed. Look, he, you can. See, you... I think he might have noticed a bit. Right. I mean, have you ever used Zoom? No, not like this. No. Right, but 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 this still doesn't count. <laughs> I can't see. Because you're on the wrong computer. So what do I do? And the boys and girls can't see him. <laughs> All right. So can what? you, boys and girls? If you see Rufus, stop giving me problems. Give me solutions. If you see Rufus. Give us a shout. You need to... Right. Admit me. Oh, do I have to? Here we go. <laughs> I actually... Oh. oh. oh Hello. Went, Hang on. went bing bong. Hello. Here we go. There he is. Success. You see, I knew exactly how to right, do no, it. But, but now, now you, you need, need to... You need to, to, you need to do we have to see you? You have to leave. You genuinely, you have to leave. So go... So go <laughs> there. Yeah, end. end. If I end, no, it will be over. No, 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 no. Leave. 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 <laughs> Don't leave. No. 
She's left. You, he, and seen. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, we're working in partnership with Zoom <laughs> to show you just how easy this stuff is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rufus, but you remember what it was like working with me. I'm afraid nothing has changed. <laughs> I, I, I'm just delighted to see that now the talk radio money's gone, the levels of professionalism have actually gone up. <laughs> <laughs> If, if anything, this is the uh, ringing endorsement of the right-wing ideal that by going private, actually great efficiencies can be made at no production cost. <laughs> so congratulations on furthering the right-wing agenda. I know you were so keen to be a part of at Talk Radio. Yeah, it's a shame that they couldn't fit us in. <laughs> Hello, Rufus. So which one of those two boxes behind you is going to be your breakfast tomorrow? Oh. There's lovely cereals. Um, basically, when my children are here, this is what we have. When my children are not here, this is what I have. Oh, <laughs> look at that one. I've never had Lucky Charms. And it's like Lucky Charms and Twinkies, uh, Grits. Those are the like three American meals. And I've never had Lucky Charms. Mm. Tasty? Uh, they're a lovely thing to eat dry. You don't milk them. There's not many of them. Uh, well, quite, right? Uh, a sugar puff you're going to eat dry. You can enjoy it like a sort of uh, low-cal dry-roasted peanut. <laughs> <laughs> lucky charms, man. Stick them in a mug and toss a few back. Listen, we have viewers from all over the world, mm. and I'm going to be honest, some of them may not have been touched by the... Um, I was going to say the finger of, of Rufus, and that just sounds completely inappropriate. What I mean is that, that those who don't know, Rufus is a comedian, actor... Singer, we maybe will. Uh, uh, writer, broadcaster, yeah. he's one of them. Isn't he? on, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, Sport, sponsor of beer, uh, beard products, drinker yeah. of beer, drinker of beer. Currently enjoying a rather delicious thing, a Pineapple tiny- Express IPA, a co-production between Tiny Rebel and Polly's Brew Company. It's a delicious, fresh, summery IPA. What lilt beer? <laughs> There's a touch of that, sure. But, you know, it's totally tropical. So that's A-OK. We have a message in the chat from Sam K. Samwell. Ian, say to Robert that I was in a show with him when he was 15. Shh. OK, good good for you. Who, who's Robert? <laughs> who, who's Robert? Who are we supposed to be talking about? There is another way of reading that message, which is... Hi, I'm better than everyone else because I know his real name. Look at me. Oh, is that your real name? I didn't know that was your real name. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, May I ask why it was changed? Was it a career thing? Was it? (laughs) May you ask? (laughs) May I ask? Delicate subjects. The reason is maybe he's on the run from the law, and now he's going to have to pack everything up again. Some people get a little bit. Why do you want to know? And then you find out that something terrible happened to them, and that they've had to change identities to overcome the trauma. The problem is that the story is so boring that the preamble makes it feel that it could have the frisson of excitement. And then the, when the reality strikes, it feels like a letdown for everyone. But simply put, in about 1999, do you remember everybody lost their mind that if you didn't have your own .com, then you'd be dead within six months? Yeah. Yes, I remember. And now we realise actually none of that matters. It's not even how people look for websites. But at the time, oh, my God. So uh, my real name was Rob Simpson. I looked at robsimpson.com 
that was gone to an American motivational speaker. Um, I then looked at harryhill.com, which was a black screen with white writing on it that just said, this domain is available for $250,000. And I thought, well, with the internet on the approach, I just need to come up with a .com that doesn't already exist to be somebody who does not yet, um, you know, manifest digitally. And so, uh, yeah, sat in a cafe thinking of good names for a stand-up comedian. And that is that story. I'm sorry it isn't more interesting. Uh, uh, do you know what? I, f I am interested by people's names. Um, because Lee isn't my real... Well, is my real last name now. But, it, you know, it wasn't my birth last name. I love I love name change, change stories. Even if, you know, they, they, it might seem slightly tedious to the person who's telling them. I have it? a secret surname, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I've never revealed. Yeah, because uh, where I worked before, before I was married, there was a, a rabid stalker. <laughs> <laughs> so ah. I decided if we're, I were ever to have an alter, a married alter ego, I would keep it secret so that no one could trace me or my resulting children. And that's the way it stayed. Very reasonable. Although, I mean, some irony to the fact that probably the biggest weirdo you know you work with every day. So. <laughs> this is true. And he does know where I live. I know. You... Huh? <laughs> Roberto Peroni. Shh. What? <laughs> um, you two worked together. You were... Um, yeah. Like tonight, the part of Ian Lee will be played by Rufus Hound. You filled in for me a bit at Talk Radio. Yeah. Um, I always hated it when you filled in because people yeah. would would always bang on about, well, it's a shame Ian's not here, but I really like Rufus. I love it. Because <laughs> normally when someone fills in, they go, ah, oh, Ian's not in, I'm not going to listen, even when it was you. But when, when it was Rufus, it was like, oh, it's a shame, Rufus. I, I wish Rufus could do more, actually. And it was always a little bit of a, what? No. Um, but so you two know, I'm going to shut up and let you two chat. Wow. Well, no, but I think the point is, you see, I, I, I functioned as a sorbet in your full braised steak dinner that people tune into you every night and get the full meat and veg. Yeah. And when I turned up, it was just I would let people talk. Apart from, I also then took the view that I should try and make le the least entertaining radio possible. Thank you. <laughs> he did. Thank I, you. He did a whole I, section of the show as someone else, I remember as well, and, and regretted yeah. it because it did affect your voice quite badly. <laughs> yeah, and and I swore up a storm. I mean, I was really waiting for a phone call in the following days that that just <laughs> told me that that was absolutely not permitted. But very clearly, nobody listened. No. <laughs> Didn't nobody in power listen to the show? No, at all. just as well. And we got away with it for a, for a long time, and it, it was beautiful for a while. <laughs> well, that's the fun, right? Isn't it? Is just getting away with it until you don't. But I mean, that's your whole career, and largely the thing that plums you into the kind of tsunami of chaos that you ever bob about in the pair of you is mm. that you will push it until you get fired. <laughs> the result of being <laughs> that at some point you get fired. Yes. Come in, Pat. Hang on, Cat. Pat's is Cat. coming in. Come in, darling. Cat. Good girl. Good girl. Pat's. But, oh. you know, the, the journey to unemployment remains, every new adventure, every new quest towards unemployment remains resolutely entertaining. Yeah. I, I um, have had much more entertaining life since I um, became a chancer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Really? I did it all the right way and it was boring. I'm going to be honest. It was boring for a long time and it didn't get me anywhere. And it turns out going, yeah, I'll have a go is the way forward, actually. Yeah, and, you're, right, right. And, and you're that sort of person who, I mean, did you realise 
at any point that you would be at some point strutting around the stage as Mr. Toad or acting in, <laughs> you know, musical theatre and stuff? Because, like, the whole comedy thing was sort of... People assumed that you were something you weren't and you went with it. Isn't that right? I don't know. I think... I mean, being more generous, I think maybe I assumed I was something that I wasn't and went with it. <laughs> I'm still waiting to find out what that thing is. And in the darker days, you think what that is, is it a, you know, a, a, a shadowy imposter who should be let nowhere near any form of entertainment. And then on other days, you know, on the good days, you think, uh, well, why wouldn't everybody be queuing up to hand me an award of some kind? I'm clearly <laughs> one of the most blisteringly talented human beings to have ever walked the earth. And yeah. You know, as ever, you're just somewhere on that graph at any given point and take a deep breath and keep swinging punches until someone tells you not to. Yeah, that sounds uh, familiar, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so I've been living for the last 25 years. But it's tiring. I'm tired of it. Yeah, it's um, it, 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 it feels like it might be a young man's game. And weirdly, the uh, I think there are people that I really looked up to growing up, amazing comedians who subsequently went into things like, you know, I'm going to write books or I'm going to work behind the scenes and whatever. And you think, ah, oh, that's a shame. They just got old and stale and couldn't really cut it anymore. But actually it seems to me, the older I get, that the people who really have made a lot of money don't think I can't cut it anymore. They think, oh, I've, I've actually done enough now that I don't have to live this bizarre knife edge lifestyle you know i think maybe from the outside looking in i've got a degree of fame or a degree of following on twitter or what have you or a name a brand call it what you will but the truth is if i don't work for six weeks i'm fucked <laughs> as this pandemic is you know rapidly pointing out but you know i i earn money but i spend the money pretty quickly um because of families and bills but also because of fun and not wanting to be the same as everyone else and mm -hmm. refusing to take life too seriously and that is profoundly precarious so how are you if um... i had done the little britain stadium tour maybe i might think oh i don't need to go play to play to play to play i could stay at home for a while well the little britain obviously are struggling now because they're they're all part they're they're you know people are trying to desperately cancel them at the moment you know it's um uh, it, it, you can be the huge country's favorite one day and then you know yeah, it can all true. it can all um, be unpleasant how are you finding it mentally the lockdown um well i don't really know really because i've lost such semblance of what it is to be an actual person that i don't know how what I feel relates to anything. <laughs> Maybe that's a weird way of putting it, but I think over the last year especially, really being very aware of how intrinsic my job is to my sense of self-worth, and then suddenly a period existing where there is no job to do. So then what, what does that mean for who you are? Um, and the answer to that is, I don't know. And, and, and I have instead just been feeling like I'm going, you know, as mad as everyone else, but mm. still mm. mad. But then, I mean, I, I wrote a thing on Twitter the other day about this and somebody gave me a quote which just feels like it sort of cuts to the nub of it, um, which is from St. Anthony. And he wrote, a time is coming when men will go mad. And when they see someone who is not mad, they will attack him saying, you are mad. You are not like us. And that's, I think that's about how I feel is I don't, I, there, the, the, the small scale stuff is about how unsettled I am 
in an industry that already is profoundly unsettling and uh, insecure. But then the bigger picture stuff is that we are being governed through what feels like a genuinely dangerous time by people who are gaslighting us. Mm. That they will literally stand there and say, the rules on masks have always been very clear, but we all know that they haven't been. The prime minister will stand there and say, I'm receiving calls from other heads of state congratulating us on how we have dealt with this pandemic. And that is not true. And the, the, the fallback for any of those guys, the punishment, the justice for any of those guys is zero. In fact, it may even be, if previous governments are anything to go by, <laughs> that you just keep benefiting some group of financial backers and then when the public catches up to you and runs you out of town, then you've got, you know, speaking engagements and you've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you, you act as an advisor on their board and, and things yeah. like that. So that basically it's all very above board. None of it seems like a tuck up or bribery. You say, I help this industry. I come from a place of knowledge and now I work for that company. Mm. And for you know, 30 days work a year, you trouser a quarter of a million quid. Well, that is that is corruption, but we all know that that is happening and we all just go, oh no, that all seems perfectly above board and reasonable. So, so my son, for example, was uh, elected as his class rep, um, largely because he told me uh, it was a chance to, uh, to improv some new material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, everybody else who stood up and sort of spoke about why they should be doing it, he said, they just didn't have it, Dad. They just didn't have it. <laughs> so he stood up and, like, cracked a few jokes. Sure enough, he lands it. So now he's the, the class rep. Everyone's very impressed. Um, but he uh, he got told off for talking in the back of class a little while ago, and he said he found it profoundly unfair because the teacher said to him... Um, I expect better than this from an elected, you know, a, a member of the of, of the elected, you know, the council or what have you. Wow. And he, he came over and said, well, if I'd known I was going to get extra shit, I'd have never signed up for it in the first place. <laughs> I think Boris I Johnson's said, probably said similar things. Well, that's what I said. I said to him, look, if that happens again, you can just turn to your teacher and say, but I've looked at elected officials in the world, miss, and I've come to the conclusion that actually not obeying the rules, doing whatever pleases you in the short term to your own short term gain. Seems to be very much how officialdom works now in the Western world. And he loved it so much he wrote it down as I was trying to tell him, obviously if you do say that, you will be suspended. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's that, like I don't know. So so the micro is, being, uh, is how I feel in the world and the macro is that we're governed by gaslight and then the the, 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 the tear up from that is that we seem to be faced with a disease that kills uh, 30 times more than the normal flu. But so far, it appears, obviously with exceptions, and, and please for anybody who has been uh, you know, affected uh, in an unexpected way or in a way that's a statistical outlier, please know that I am not poo-pooing or dismissing your grief, the life of... of somebody undoubtedly brilliant who was taken far too soon. But all of that said, it seems like it has only really put paid to, or in the vast majority, only put paid to people who already had relatively severe underlying health conditions. Mm. 
but we are all prepared to stay in for three months because it might kill us like that, right? And we know that the effect that that's going to have on the economy, we know on the effect it's going to have on people's lives, businesses, the full works. That. Within 20 years, soil will fail. <laughs> soil that we require to grow things will fail. Within 20 years, the rising sea levels mm. will cause vast amounts of people to be dispossessed from their homes. And as a globe, we will experience a global refugee crisis. We are already seeing the first waves of that now. The, the, the crises that we're seeing are undoubtedly governed by war, but those power grabs are largely informed by the geopolitical um, changing times that global warming has brought to us. Every human being on Earth may, as a result of those changes, become dead. <laughs> may become <laughs> unable, unable to continue living on planet Earth. So what I don't get is this. As a planet, we were able to look at something relatively short term with yeah. comparatively small risk yeah. and agree, as a species, to accept the damage to our economies, jobs, and lives. But we know that within the next 20 years, something is gonna kill all of us, and we are doing fuck all about it! Less than fuck all about it! But now that and the flights are grounded, does it, that means it's all fixed. Oh, you'll start it? reversing, of the course. The flights are grounded, we've, we've fixed planet Earth. I think we need to have, the, we need to have things on on the slab in front of us before we believe that it's a problem and unfortunately that's what it took although now we're being told that we're pussies if we don't go to back to work and we don't go out to places and have something delicious to eat oh you Nick know. Ferrari was telling um, uh, people that they were late you know a millionaire who works in a very safe environment which doesn't have in a much room contact on his own. with people yeah. telling people that um uh, yeah, you have to go back to work because we all know that people, when they're working from home, are just sitting in their pyjamas watching um, this morning. Well, that's really offensive to the millions of people that are working from home. You know, that's an insane thing to say. But that, and that was a thing that talk radio were pushing really early on in lockdown. Go back to work. Go back to work. Pizza Express and Weatherspoons are more important than my mum. Mm. You know, that's, that's what I've learned in the last six months. And that's awful. Yeah. It is awful, but I don't think it's without, it's not without grounds, is the tricky thing. I mean, that that's the adult thing, right? Yeah. Is that, yes, you know, is, is the safety of our older members of our society, of our families and of our communities, are their lives worth less than dot, dot, dot? But equally, because of the nature of poverty in this country, because of a dwindling um, social security system and, and all of those things, it does get to a point not very far down the road where by living in poverty, the risks to you and your health and your ability to carry on and continue mm. get lower as a result. So actually you can try and stem the effects of COVID, but the effects of poverty, once GDP dips below about 7% was a thing I read, somebody more knowledgeable than me might be able to ha have a better um, statistic on that. But basically once GDP dips, by 7%, the effects of poverty will kill more people than are predicted to be killed as a result of COVID. So I'm, I'm not saying that Pizza Express is more important than They're your mum. They're pizzas. They're good pizzas. <laughs> Their dough balls are amazing. Yeah. But 
there is the 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 in broader terms people not being able to continue with work and and earn a living and and support themselves that just makes me think i that just makes me think i don't know what the answer is but that if the every that we the, the our entire system is based on a falsehood and is based on it we've got it wrong if that is more important you know if if the whole the, uh, you know this is capitalism if the whole thing d- it depends on people going out putting other people's lives at risks risks so they can spend well that system sucks we got it wrong a hundred yes. years ago, two hundred years ago, whenever it was. Yeah, turns yes. out. Yes. Well, that's that sorted. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's that what sorted. We, what, what we need is is proper socialism. I what think we I'm need a socialist. Is, I didn't know. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's very upsetting, isn't it? Because once you realise that there is a way of doing this, where you basically get any company making a pound coin in this country to agree that. The staff were educated in the education system. They got to work on the public transport system, on the roads that were paid for by road taxes. That once you see, oh, I see the corporate tax as a concept is just about resupplying the infrastructure that allows everyone to flourish. It isn't really a terribly dark argument. It isn't communism. It isn't gulags. It is literally just, if you make money here, the thing that allows you to make money is these people who need to be healthy and fed and housed and those things. So we just keep that system going and everybody does better as a result. What changed is that by having largely media owned by billionaires, the way that all arguments are put to us is through the lens of everything is fine, nothing should change, how do we maintain the status quo? And it is the status quo that is killing us. Over the course of the pandemic, what do you know? The richest 1% doubled their wealth. In 2008, when we had the global financial meltdown, what happened over that? Drum roll, please. Guesses in the chat. That's right. The rich doubled their wealth. So the idea that this money has disappeared or there are crashes or whatever is not true. Are the fabric of our society, the pillars of our society, the the, the society that we had built has systematically been stolen and sold off and profited from. And so, yes, ultimately, your point is we're doing this all wrong is exactly right. You cannot have a, a finite amount of resources and permanent economic growth without killing the planet. And that's what um, capitalism like requires, is that everybody's making more and more and more of everything all the time. Would you like me to do another 15-minute podcast where I just repeat your name over and over again like I did about <laughs> 15 years ago? So I was, Someone reminded of me of that earlier on, and I don't remember why I did it, but I did a podcast just going, Rufus Hound, Rufus Hound. Do you know what I'm finding Rufus there is Hound. In the chat, there's a little bit of, um, well, this is very left-wing, isn't it? Yes. Doesn't it make a change? <laughs> Doesn't it make a change? Uh, it is very left-wing. I'm sorry, everyone in the chat, if you were here for, you know, something a bit more talk radio-y. In a minute, I'll tell you why Jack is a shit. How about that? Send them all back. All these Send them songs, back. I'm, I, someone, um, I, I was on Twitch earlier on, and I talked about Dan Wooden, and I said, well, these, uh, these unskilled migrants coming over here stealing, stealing British people's jobs. <laughs> and someone went, were you going to get kicked off Twitch for that? I said, no, I won't. Yeah, people have been kicked off for much worse. So we had a big argument. And then there was someone from Twitch in the chat saying, no, don't worry, he won't. So, <laughs> totally destroyed. As long as you don't get your tits out, I think we're fine on Twitch, aren't we? Everything else is fair game. <laughs> no nipples, apart from that, no, let's go. Well, yeah, no, nipples are the, nipples are the thing on uh, Twitch. Although Amaranth, 
I don't know how familiar have you been, how familiar are you with the world of Twitch, Rufus? I, well, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch for the last twenty weeks. Oh, shut up! Have you? Yeah. Under what? Yeah, what, yeah. What, uh, under your, well, your is your channel your name? No, no. It's um. There's a man called Paul Foxcroft who is one of the best dungeon masters in the world. Oh, mate. love it. And uh, he has been running Dungeons and Dragons as a live show, as a sort of improv live show okay uh, under the banner of questing time oh i think i saw him record a pilot for audible a lifetime okay. ago uh yeah i've seen that brilliant yeah it's been absolutely incredible and without doubt something that has rather saved me during lockdown we will get a link to that people in the chat are asking for a link we'll get a link and we'll we'll uh, we'll have it's some very basic it's literally twitch.tv um, forward slash questing time there we go all right beautiful but you're going to tell me about amaranth oh yeah so amaranth is um one of the most successful uh, streamers and well, sometimes she'll go out, you'll just see her shopping in the supermarket. She's a very attractive young woman. Sometimes you'll see her, and I'm, I'm, Kath won't let me do this, but in very tight hot pants and a very tight vest. Apparently that's ideal for painting, for painting, doing big painting. And then, da- and then dancing. Loads yeah. of subs. And then sometimes she gets kicked out of gyms on streams and is incredibly racist. So it's, you know, it's a real mix of styles yeah. that she employs. It's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's a real mix of styles. And once she got, got suspended off Twitch, only for three days yeah. for showing... Um, well, let's just say her shorts didn't cover quite as much as they should have. Mm, she won't wear uh, no underwear. Um, and I'm so, lucky plunge plunge. <laughs> so I just think... We are two, three right now, sexual, <laughs> sexy people. Yeah. And we really should be milking this. I don't mean, I don't mean milking it like that. Gosh, that's vulgar. This party's changed. We should be, we should be, we could be making a lot of money with our sex. All right, let me, uh, you, you keep talking. I'll yeah. see what I can ruffle up. Here we go. This is the, this is the, this is the content that people want. I was thinking about this today. This is what we need to do. We need to, we need to freshen up. Here we go. Oh, my God. Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, obviously, if there was a nipple in the stream... That would that could get you in trouble. So I'm gonna I'm gonna nipples uh, in the stream. That is what we want. We can't have any nipples, uh-oh, guys. Oh, I think we're about to see T O S T O S. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, thank you for downloading The Late Night Alternative with me, Catherine Boyle, and him. Ian thank Lee. you very much indeed. We want to thank our sponsors. Thank you to Summers Waste Solutions. They have national coverage. They can help companies any size, big and small. They can reduce your carbon footprint, make your company greener, and probably save you money. Want to find out more? Go to SommersWasteSolutions.com. Who else we got? Gregorian Emerson Family Law Solicitors. They're Big up, Gregorian! They cut out the he said, she said. They take a unique joint legal and psychological approach to family law and they uh, help as many mums as they do dads. GELaw.co.uk. And finally, for now, Poseidon Safety Management. Uh, they're on facebook.com slash Poseidon Safety and twitter.com slash Poseidon Safe. Note the difference. Uh, they make uh, making Devil and Cornwall better. Uh, they have local patrols by local people. You said devil. Did I say devil? Yeah. There's a Freudian slip. I meant Devon. On with the show! Oh, by the way, if you want to sponsor us, send us an email to latenightalternative at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, there we go. No nipples. <laughs> that... Hang on, let's have a... Let's just... Uh, there we go. That is going to hurt when you take it off, but let's not think about now, that now. Let's is that, is that a bit present. more what you were after for the stream? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's the hat that does it for some reason. I wasn't Suddenly. that bothered. I, was, no. I thought that's disappointing. The, the hat, hat goes on. <laughs> it's just ads. What about what about a rayfish neckerchief? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, now it looks like it, it looks like a big baby now. Baby's about to be fed dinner. <laughs> oh, not so baby's good. Baby's about not to so be good. fed dinner. There we go. Then. Let's look at these subs and these bits coming in. We got a Rufus raid. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, your family's away and they're wondering what what, what daddy's doing right now. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the least weird thing I've done all day. <laughs> Thank you, Orions, for the hundred bits. <laughs> I think it deserved a bit more. Um, Rufus, it's nice to see you, man. I mean, I don't remember. We have met a few times, but not for years. I don't. Long think. old time. We I... did. Were you? On, we were on. I was on Celebrity Juice. I think when you were doing it. Yeah, back in the day, I think uh, you came and did one. Brigitte Nielsen was on there. She she? told me off for doing Michael Jackson jokes. He was a good friend of mine, how dare you? Um, And then we did a couple of other things. I don't really remember. I don't remember. The the only one I really remember is that you did the pilot of Argumental. Oh, gosh. Um, Was was that it? Yes. Um, And it was um, uh, Miranda Hart. 
That's right. And and you, me, and John Sargent and Marcus Brigstock. Yeah, and I never got asked back for the series. I'm rubbish at those things. I'm I'm rubbish at panel shows and those things where you've got to be quick-witted and where, where it's not my domain. I like things like the radio show where it's me or it's me and Kath and it's you know I kind of own it or we own it. Mm-hmm. The shows where you go in and you've got to you, sharpen your elbows. Yeah, I I don't like that. I'm not very good at those things. I struggle. No, with those well, and the other thing is that when they get booked, when you go. When you go really kind of stand-up, stand-up, you find quite a narrow pool often from which to choose. Like, if you're... If you... If the agent says, yes, we'll let you have Jimmy Carr, you know that there are three other acts that you're also going to have to take before yeah. they let you book Jimmy Carr. So, you know, to an extent... I, I think that's probably less true now than it was then. I mean, that was 10 years ago or something. And I yeah. think probably booking policies on those things have necessarily and rightly had to be a bit more representative and... A bit less old boys club, but um, yeah. Um, so I'm going to be honest. It's so hard for me as a white man to get work in the industry at this present, <laughs> present moment in time. It's outrageous, guys. Yeah. Rufus, let's start. Let's start a white man club because Come the on. work just ain't happening for us because of no. people like this. <laughs> My God, thanks a lot. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just wanted <laughs> I, a little turn. I had to c- campaign so hard th- th- to get Catherine to be, not no disrespect to you, but I heard her covering, I heard someone else covering for me when I was off. And it was really boring. And um, <laughs> and, I, and I, that, it took so much pushing from me and pushing from Catherine and the listeners as well to, to, for her to be allowed to be my fill-in on the show that she co-presented anyway. It was, it was a real slog to make that happen, wasn't it? Well, I was just just the co-presenter, I was told, yeah. directly. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry well, we I said that, but <laughs> that's how I felt at the time. We did have one um, one small conversation about this, Kath and I. Yeah. We, after they'd let you do it once, they then phoned me and asked me if I was free to do it, like, some time down the line. Yeah. And Kath and I had a chat, and I was like, if I say no to this, does that mean that you get it again? Or... or I don't even think it was that direct, I I, was it? it was, I think I was going broad. away or something, but you were just making sure that there wasn't any brinksmanship involved. And uh... Yeah, or that they weren't just overlooking you, which seemed to be kind of a fairly permanent way of being. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, the, one of the things about fairness in this industry is that it doesn't really exist because it's all founded on stardust anyway. <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's no real... Like, when... Uh, when Samira Ahmed, who's a a friend of mine, uh, uh, hang on, ignore me. Uh, I've just, I have this weird thing with names where the moment I say a name, I immediately start panicking that I've got the name wrong. And so, and then I just freeze because my brain is too busy screaming at itself. Are you friends with Samira Ahmed or not? Because I'm a friend of hers and I can email her. I don't have a phone number and check right now. (laughs) So what you say next better be true. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, I interviewed Samira Ahmed on my uh, uh, Radio 4 show. Um, and she... Uh, oh, where was I going with this? Sorry, the whole panic that was I suddenly... Was the BBC had, suing, uh, th- where she sued the BBC? Oh, yeah, when they... Compared, oh, yeah, when, she, when they said sorry, she was a I poor like, piano player compared yeah. to Jeremy Vine's yeah. concert pianist. That's right. And, and don't get me wrong, I think all of that's nonsense. And I think that a system where you just get paid for doing the job as opposed to getting paid for whatever else is probably better. But 
Show business has always, it seems to me, worked on if you have more of a name than someone else, then you'll get paid more than them. Mm -hmm. Now, you can absolutely look at the structural uh, biases within that and say, well, why is it men get paid more? Or why is it that men are more famous or do have more star power? And that's the thing to tear down. But if I was in a show with, I don't know, Christina Ritchie, why would that be the first name that came to mind? But <laughs> I would expect her to be paid more because she's a much bigger draw than I am. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I don't necessarily get about that kind of notional fairness is it's just, if, if you went out tomorrow and punched Nigel Farage in the face, your marketability has just gone up 30 fold, both from the people who want to crucify you for doing it and the people who want to praise you for it. But it's just that you're having a moment that you're hot property and maybe you can monetize that more than it is this is the fixed rate we would have to talk yeah. to anybody and this woman who made fish fingers for tea is as interesting and therefore as valuable to us as you mm. just doesn't quite work does it so so i understand why talk radio might think oh well you know let's get the let's get somebody with a million twitter followers because then he's basically doing our marketing for us or what have mm. you and growing our brand but in fairness and looking at it fairly and feeling fairly about it, it's like, no, if Ian's not there, it should just always be Kat doing it. And then you get someone in to be your sidekick. You know, that I think we even talked about that at one point, that it should just be your show and I'd chime in with bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what we have definitely learned over the last 48 minutes is Jesus. that me speaking isn't a problem. So <laughs> <laughs> that may... That that may also have informed how they thought we might fill the time. So quest questing time on Twitch. Is yeah, that, I guess that's the is that the only way people can see you at this during this weird moment in human history. It has been yeah. On the whole, um, I've done a few other bits and pieces. I did a, a lockdown quiz and you know well, one thing and another. But I just pretty quickly. I don't think entirely unlike anyone else. I just pretty quickly got over it. Yeah. <laughs> but in those first few weeks, it's like, whoa, what's the online game? What's everyone doing? Like, yeah. if you need a thing, give me a ring. And then like four weeks later, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't want to do your quiz. I don't, don't want to do your shit. I don't want to film something in my front room and pretend that we're all having a wonderful time. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, it's nice to see you. Stay safe. Um, thank you very much thanks for being so kind to my friend who I love dearly so I, you know she's constantly been singing your praises so thank you and I hope that doesn't well, sound it's like weird because whenever we talk about you she's very down on the whole <laughs> she hates me she hates me and that's why that's why, so that's why I, so I stick close to her to spite her <laughs> thanks Rufus it's so uh, well, nice to see you it's very lovely to see you too. Uh, so do you want to do an the, online quiz on Saturday as you're home alone? We can <laughs> get a few friends together. Question number one. Uh, Binky Joe. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. See you later, man. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 To a rabbit hole production. Boing! Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 